him like that. I said, you just got to get rid of the cow. She went, do you not bring the cow? <laughs> We're constantly getting um, the faces for each other. Soon no one's going to remember the name of Wix, so better do it now. Okay, we saw this film on the weekend in Australia, but it was actually really brilliant. But this is wrong, it is indeed. I couldn't not write, I couldn't not tell stories. I felt adequately prepared and it was quite terrifying. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 6 of the Cinema Australia podcast. My name's Matthew Eels. Uh, in this episode, I'm speaking with legendary Australian stage and screen actor Max Cullen. Uh, Max stars in Heath Davis's upcoming uh, feature film Broke, uh, which is an addiction drama about a disgraced sports star and g- gambling addict Ben Kelly, uh, played by Steve Lamarquand. Uh, in the film, Steve's character attempts to turn his life around uh, with the support of his number one fan, Cess, played by Max himself. Uh, the film also stars Claire Vanderboom, uh, Steve Bastoni and uh, Brendan Cow, as well as a heap of uh, uh, talented local actors. Uh, I haven't seen Max in everything he's done, but his performance in this particular film is surely one of his best. Uh, it's definitely one of the finest performances in an, in an Australian film this year. And I would even go as far as saying it's on par with you and Leslie's in uh, in The Daughter. Uh, you might hear a dodgy edit in the recording, and that's where Max is explaining the film's plot to us and decides to give away the film's ending. Uh, we thought it would be best not to include that part for obvious reasons. Uh, the original interview went for 50 minutes. Uh, Max certainly likes a chat, uh, but I've cut it down to 25 uh, for your enjoyment. Uh, Broke is currently touring a heap of special event-style screenings, uh, but if you're in Perth and are keen to catch it... Uh, broke his screening as part of Australian Revelations at uh, the Backlot on April 26. You can uh, visit cinemaaustralia.com.au for tickets and uh, and for further details. Anyway, enjoy. Tell us a bit about uh, Broke. Uh, uh, what's what's it about? Just for our uh, listeners and uh, readers who aren't too sure. Well, it's about the guy. It's about me. You see, <laughs> <laughs> it's about this old this old bloke. Uh, with her, with the daughter, and he's living with his, his beautiful daughter, and uh, he, he's a big sports fan. He really loves footy, and uh, he and so is his daughter. So both very keen on football. I guess because they had a he had a son, this old bloke, who uh, was killed somehow. He died anyway, probably from drugs. I think he died of a drug addiction. And he had been a keen sportsman. He'd been a footballer as well. So then when he sees um, Steve Lamarckman sitting in the, in the gutter and uh, begging for anything, money, uh, he, he, he takes him under his wing and uh, tries to save him because he, he, he was such a hero, this, uh, this football player. This young bloke, that's Steve Markman, mm. and he takes him home. And uh, because he's got a beautiful daughter, they then she she really instantly falls in love with him, and because uh, she's sort of starstruck, and uh, so he moves in. They, 
evening, you see. Yes, the performance is really terrific in this film. Mm. And... And, uh, uh, yeah. and tell us about uh, Heath Davis, the director. You two are both from uh, the Blue Mountains, right? I, I was brought up in a place called Lawson. Oh, right, OK. That was, uh, that was a long time ago. Mm. Uh, yeah, I, I know the mountains. Yeah. And he's got, he has come to visit us here in Gunning, which yep. is a long way from the mountains. Oh, right. And he'd, he'd been living in America for a while. Yeah. And uh, he uh, is full of terrific energy. And uh, he's, he's really passionate about the, the ideas that he has. And uh, he seems to, to cast very well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> cast very well. <laughs> yeah, very well. Yeah. Um, uh, mind you, I, I was not the first choice. Oh, really? Do this role. Right, uh, okay. Yeah, some of the dingbat, who uh, the well-known actor, who actually wanted money. <laughs> An actor wanting money. <laughs> yeah, he wanted money. Yeah. So they had to get rid of him. So I think probably said to Steve, um, do, you, do you know anybody who'd work for nothing? And Stuart said, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's played my father. Oh, no, he'd work for nothing. Because he, yeah, and he's real good. And that's how he'll work between jobs to do it. Wow, wow. So uh, I think that... That's right, yeah, yeah. My, my wife's just done it, she's, she's an artist. Right. So she's played them with drawings, paintings and etchings and stuff like that. Oh, great. So so yeah. speaking of the budget, uh, uh, you know, it's been reported that broke was practically broke, really. Uh, is is yeah. it ever a concern uh, for you as an actor when a filmmaker approaches you and asks you to work, uh, you know, work for no, next no, to nothing? No, no, no. No, no I mean, look, you, look, you look at the script and... Um, This crew was uh, relatively new to the uh, to the industry. Some of them, some of them had never been in the industry at all. Wow! Yeah, never done it at all. <laughs> and I think the, the producer had to get a bit tough sometimes. And mm. we're not Hollywood. Yeah, it was, uh, you, know, you can find people who want to launder money, and uh, they used to call it ten ba. So, but the film had to be finished within a year, and it had to be on the screen within a year. Mm. So, when you first read this uh, script, what was your first impression of uh, of your character, Sess? Uh, but he was a, he, uh, 
uh, he, he got a good, he's got a job it is. He works, he works on the railways, mm. and uh, he uh, he's, he's he's like he's 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 a widower. So there's some been some tragedy in his life. His his wife is a an alcoholic, and she's died, and his son was a drug addict, and he's dead. And uh, his daughter's fine; she's just perfect. <laughs> um, and then there's this young bloke who was a, his hero, was a football player, and his son's hero. And there he is, another victim of drug addiction and gambling. So he, uh, he's, he's he just feels tremendous compassion. Yeah. For this young bloke. Well, it was a, just a, a terrific story, mm. just a really, really good, well thought out story. Mm. Uh, and about uh, it was about um, drug addiction and gambling, you know, and the subjects that are well worth uh, making a movie about. Yeah, too many movies made that are just about crap. <laughs> this, this one not just has a has a story; it has really very interesting and rich characters in yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, and I think um, any. Any sportsman knows that um, people that take too many drugs or get drunk and misbehave. Gambling is always a big problem. Yeah. Whether they're gambling on their own game or gambling on a on a poker machine. Yeah. And uh, they get to the point where they said gamblers they they have to throw their own game or they uh, you know they get up to terrible tricks mm. just for the for the just for the, get the gambling of it. Yeah. So, uh, so Steve and uh, and Claire, you know, they're obviously two well established actors in the prime of their uh, careers. Uh, tell us about working uh, with uh, those two. Oh, uh, Claire was just immaculate. Yeah. Um, and we would, because because the small budget, we were we were all sharing a house, the actors. Right. And uh, so we took it in turns to to, to prepare dinner and <laughs> and, and uh, do all the shopping and. And uh, not just lovely people to work with, but lovely people to live with. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, that was part of the part of the fun of making the film, and uh, getting on one another's nerves and loving one another. I imagine I've heard uh, from uh, other people that Steve's uh, Steve's quite a uh, funny guy. Actually, is a, is a bit of a hoot to oh, be around. Yeah. Sure, he is. Yeah, he's funny, all right. <laughs> Did he get up to much antics uh, on set? Oh, there were no antics. No, because no, he was he was working day and night. Mm-hmm. Was, and um, his wife uh, and, and uh, daughter joined us too. Oh, great! Because she's got a part in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So it was real family stuff. Yeah. That, that's such it shows. A... It shows in the film. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. The dynamics are fantastic. Yeah. And uh, that other fellow is in it. <laughs> Not only is he a very good actor, but I'm also related to him. Uh, Cowan. Cowan. Oh, Brendan Cow. Brendan Cow. Yes. Yeah, we're sort of distant relatives. Yeah. And uh, it's it's good to uh, have a little scene with him. Yeah. Well, I get to play everybody's father these days. 
Well, uh, that uh, the scene between yourself and uh, Brendan was quite a, quite an intense scene, actually. There's a uh, you know a yeah. little, little bit of uh, fisticuffs and. <laughs> Yeah, he is a great actor. Uh, so I'm not sure if uh, you've had much time to ponder this or, or consider it, but this year, 2016, actually marks uh, 50 years since your first acting role in uh, Night White, uh, where you were... Cre- what was I in? Uh, Night White. And, Night White. Yeah, and you were credited as um, as Milk Bar Customer. Ah, good grief. <laughs> Night White. It was uh, in 1966, it was. So, uh, so what was it like as a as a as a young uh, you know wannabe actor in in the late sixties trying to oh, get roles? I, was, um, I went to the Ensemble Theatre in that in sixty three or something, and uh, Hayes Gordon was the teacher, and it was method acting school, and uh, he just put me one play after another, and we didn't get paid at all. Mm. We didn't get paid at all for five years. Uh, yes, I was an artist. So I was, was putting on a bulletin and doing freelance illustrations and cartoons and stuff like that, and and painting, having exhibitions. And uh, I designed a set for the ensemble. That's how it all started. And then he, he put me in the play, and 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 I was playing old blacks from the age of uh, twenty-three. I was playing old blacks. <laughs> It was meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> I've nearly reached my age. I started off as playing an 82-year-old, so I've got a little way to go. Mm. <laughs> no, really, in life, in my real yeah. I'm five. Yeah. I'm five years old. I'm five years old, pretending to be an old bloke. <laughs> in fact, I'm walking around the kitchen now with a phone in my hand. <laughs> Is there a record attached to it? No, it's not. No, no. Oh no, they've got these new ones now. <laughs> the cordless. <laughs> yeah. So, so were you actively uh, seeking film roles back then, or was it uh, mainly theatre that you were interested in? Ah, uh, whatever came along. Mm. And the first real role was in Sunday Too Far Away. Mm. Uh, about that shearing. But Jack Thompson yep. playing the lead. Mm. Of the, the Australian film industry. Yeah. That's when they brought in a, a, a tax dodge for investors. Mm. Tax incentive, they call it, actually. Incentive, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so there we were doing the film, and um, uh, it was raining. It rained, so that you know, it was a bit, bit of a delay. And then I was offered a, offered a part in a, in a, in a series television series so I had to hurry to get that finished and then go into the television series where I played an idiot there were 13 episodes what, what was the television series? called Mrs Finnegan right okay that's fantastic so I was ty- I'd, I'd be typecast as an old bloke and then typecast as an idiot <laughs> but um, then typecast as a, as a criminal because in 1968 I was in a play called Fortune and Men's Eyes I was a very bad baddie. So I got the one part after time, they're playing bad guys. But you can easily get typecast. Oh, yeah, especially in, uh, the, in, in the Australian film industry. I mean, yeah. yeah. Oh, 
I get the idea from from America. Yeah. Nothing, nothing much original ever happens here. <laughs> yeah. So um. No, they, so I could play. I could play a twenty-three-year-old, but they don't believe me. <laughs> what now? Yeah. I believe you could. Yeah, yeah come on. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been sick. <laughs> oh, I've had a hard life. <laughs> so you've gone. Played, for... a lot of, played a lot of footy. Yeah, played a lot of footy. <laughs> Oh, that's great. So, uh, so going from these kind of films, and and then in your later career, you were, um, uh, you know, you 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 even started in some uh, some fairly big budgeted films like uh, Wolverine and uh, and Australia as well. Uh, yeah. What what what's that experience like? I mean, going from you know fairly low oh, budget the, films. Uh, to... I, I was in um, one of the Crocodile Dundee things, and Lightning Jack. Oh yeah, yeah, Lightning yes. Jack with Paul yeah. Hogan. Paul Hogan. Yeah. Cast, cast me, and um, because it was an American um, union, they have to fly you first class. <laughs> so I was flown first class over there and back. Um, but the absolute minimum fee, and that was an experience, because they, they, they actually play, paid royalties, paid residuals. Really? And I, I'm, still, I'm still getting them. <laughs> I think the last, the last one was for 50 cents. <laughs> <laughs> this is for Lightning Jack. <laughs> yeah, Lightning Jack. Unreal. But, but, but uh, it's American cents, so you don't even get fifty cents. It costs just fifteen dollars to get it turned into Australian money. <laughs> I got a few checks of it, you know, twenty-three dollars and fourteen dollars, sort of thing. Unbelievable. But, um, the other, um, Baz Luhrmann. Um, we, it's Australia and the um, other one you mentioned, uh, Great Gatsby. Oh yes, yes, yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, and you were in both of those with with Bads, right? Yeah. Australia and uh, Great yeah. Gatsby. Yes. So tell us a bit about oh, yeah. tell us a bit about uh, your experiences working with Baz. With Baz? Yeah. Um, well, I, he's probably seen me at parties because um, he cast me as in. Um, Australia, he cast me as the old drunk. <laughs> old drunk. <laughs> and I, I, I had my own caravan and it had on it old drunk. <laughs> that was the character I was playing. Right. And I looked around, looked around because everybody in Australia was casting that film. Mm. And I looked around at the rest of the cast and I think they were jealous because um, they were all old drunks. <laughs> and why was I the old drunk? <laughs> I wasn't even the old drunk. That's what got me. I was just old drunk. Old drunk. Make it a, not the old drunk. Just, <laughs> I was just an old drunk. Because <laughs> anybody could have played my part. I'm sure he cast you for reasons other than the fact that um, you may enjoy a drink at a party or two. Oh, uh, well, I, he knew that I, I wouldn't knock back the luxury accommodation. <laughs> right. Fabulous. Right. He really knows how to look after people and Baz. And, uh, and, um... Great Gatsby was was the same. Mm-hmm. We had terrific accommodation and and uh, good pay. Yep. And he it, it, it makes extraordinary looking films. Yeah. I think the Great Gatsby's the best one so far. So you you watch your films uh, the films after um, you know once they're complete. Uh, I, I might watch them once. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was in a thing called um, we go, uh, Billy's Holiday. And it was a ter- fantastic. 
playing somebody who could sing like Billie Holiday. Yeah. And uh, I think it ran for two days in Sydney. Mm. But it ran, the poster for it went on the back of a bus for months. And I was, I was in a cab and they were there, but it'd be right in front of me, face, my face on the back of a bus advertising <laughs> this film that I hated. So, uh, as I mentioned earlier, you've been in the business for five decades. Uh, what's your go-to? Yeah. What's your go-to anecdote when someone asks you about uh, your time working in uh, film and television? I'm waiting for a break. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for my big break. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just around the corner, and broke could be it. Yeah, I right. might. Be, I might get discovered. Because mm, mm. the trouble was in, in Hollywood with when I did. Uh, Great Gatsby. I was so convincing playing a drunk. <laughs> that, uh, they they don't they don't like that sort of realism in Hollywood. Uh, what's uh, what's uh, what, what's one of your your favourite stories then uh, fr- from your time? My favourite story is about what uh, from your from your time in the uh, in the industry. Oh, this conversation with you, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's that's great. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. it's good to see that you speak highly of the film because it uh, it, it definitely oh, yeah. deserves it. And and I must say, your performance in it is is top notch. And uh, and I yeah, I'd hate to jinx anything, but uh, hopefully you're nominated for a, a gold statue come the end of the year because I think, I think you uh, it. the the Oscar. And I'll be up there with uh, which is Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, my mate, my mate Leo. And uh, you know, he was only very good in that thing where he wrestled a bear because he worked with me previously. <laughs> he knew what it was. He knew what it was like. Yes, okay. it's all credited I, to I, you. I was... So, uh, so when I when I mentioned uh, the gold statue before, I did mean the uh, the AFI or the Actor Award, as it's called now. <laughs> Have you picked up one of those? Have you picked, I know what you meant. Have you picked up one of those before? I just like to be silly. Yeah, <laughs> it's good, it's good. It's good to have a bit of humour. <laughs> no, it's humour. So, so something else that uh, you mentioned, uh, and a lot of our listeners and readers might not realise, but uh, you're actually a sculptor and painter as, as well as an actor. That's my proper job. Yeah, yeah. And I've got a painting I have to do for a, for a theatre here. They're going to auction the the paintings so I've got a few days to finish that mm-hmm. I'm struggling with it oh really oh it's hell man it's <laughs> hell yeah. why because there's a deadline yeah before, because the deadline is because it's a commission right I think yeah and it's and it's, um, it's people have got to look like people <laughs> yes so uh, I imagine that kind of stuff can be uh, can be quite uh, relaxing. Uh, the sculpting and the painting, uh, you know, and work, working on a film set is quite quite frantic. Do you find that to be a healthy balance? No, no, no. There's nothing relaxing about not being an artist. Really? I'm, mar- I'm married to one, <laughs> and uh, she gets to the point in a painting. She says, "Oh, 
Yeah. Do you get much time to watch uh, many Australian films and uh, and keep up to date with uh, local talent? I'd only, I'd only watch an Australian film if I was in it. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a bit of a television addict. Right, OK. Uh, I'm going flicky, 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 and it's all rubbish. Yeah. They don't make uh, Australian television shows like they used to, I'll tell you that. I mean, uh, remember the days of A Country Practice? It was one of my favourite shows, and I was only a young kid, but uh, even back then I appreciated the quality of that show. I mean, it uh, it had some incredible talent come through it, uh, as far yeah, as acting really goes. Big. Yeah, Yeah, I was in one day. I was in an episode. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember your time on that much? Did... Um, w- uh, was it a main role, or, or was it a, a, a small role? Right, yeah. <laughs> did you get much did you get to spend much time at the bar with uh, Esme Watson? I think I'd, I'd, yeah, of course I'd be at the bar, yes, that's where I was. I think Esme might have said something to me. Yeah. Either Esme or yeah. Cookie. Yeah. Oh, I miss those television shows. It's uh, it's a it's a real shame that we don't get that kind of stuff uh, anymore. Mike, I go back to, to um, whatever it was called. Number ninety six. Uh, yeah, number ninety six. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, um, uh, just uh, sum up your time on on uh, broke. Um, uh, for someone who knows nothing about football. Mm. Wanting to do interviews. I'm going to do bloody interviews. <laughs> I hate those people. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have to do interviews. They'd have to do interviews for the Sunday program. Oh, yeah. Was yeah, and I'd, I'd really sweat up and I'd do all my homework and I'd, I'd ask questions that would go on forever. Yeah. And the response would be, oh, yeah. <laughs> Interview people. I had to interview people, and I realised how tough it was. Mm. 
Well, I've learned to uh, take a more of a uh, casual approach to it. I used to spend a lot of time researching and... Uh, and um, yeah, you know, you've gone right back to the first job I ever did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing your homework. Yeah, well, hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully I can have uh, uh, such a distinguished career as, uh, as you've had by the time I get to your age. <laughs> what, five? Yeah, five. <laughs> I'm only three. Well, uh, Max, uh, thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate it. And uh, you've done such a fantastic job in this film. And uh, Thanks, I'm, not, Matt. I'm not just saying that. Uh, I've been telling everyone about your performance and, and I'll definitely be writing a bit about it. Good on you. All right. So uh, you take it easy and, uh, and hopefully we see you in many more films and I might get the opportunity to interview you again in the, uh, in the near future. Absolutely. <laughs> Good on you, Matt. Cheers, Thanks, mate. Matt. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.